Welcome to Opinions Like Aeols, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Wondering what more I should be doing with my time. Time, eh? Yeah, I, I, you know, uh, I'm a man of hobbies. I'm a man of interests. Uh, I sure, en- sure. I enjoy uh, comic books. Mm-hmm. I enjoy video games. Mm-hmm. I enjoy stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what more could I do? What more could you do? What more could I do? There's a whole world out there. I could uh, learn to build classic cars. Knit. I could, yeah, knit. I could play guitar. You I, could learn to play guitar. I could hike. I, I, I could bake bread, as it were. Uh, Hiking so, sounds less fun. Hi, you know, yeah, yes to me, but not to hikers. And, and I mean, it's not like every one of them woke up and was like, fuck, I want to hike. Some, <laughs> of them, some of them got out there in the fresh air and the, the moving of the legs and the step, 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 step. And they found a passion for it. They really liked it, the repeating steps. They, yeah, one right after the other. <laughs> in succession. <laughs> Forever. Oof. Perpe- See, that's the part that gets me. The, the perpetuity of it all? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. You need a break every now and again. Yeah. Can't just be stepping. A little, little snack break. Can't just keep stepping. Eat a granola bar. Step up. Step. Infinity. Step. <laughs> you remember step. that movie, Step Up? No. Step Up to the Streets was the sequel. Number two. There was Step Up, and then there was Step Up to oh, the I Streets. Oh, I believe they've made lots of Step Up movies. There's multiple. There's a whole Step Up franchise. I mean, it's steps in per- perpetuity. Is it, like is it about said? hiking? Does one, no, no. Is it? I believe it's about dancing. Dancing, dancing. Uh, uh, bailar, as it were. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, El Valle oh. de los Locos. <laughs> the dance of the crazies. Oh yeah, that's the one. El Valle de los Locos. I was thinking, uh, was it Mark Anthony had bailamos? I don't know. It's a beautiful the song. To that question. It's a beautiful song. I know he a has a clothing line that that is offered at Kohl's. Yes, yes. That is surprisingly expensive Very. at Kohl's. If yeah. you want to spend too much money at Kohl's, buy the Mark, Mark Anthony collection. Yeah. That's or just shop on clearance and use Kohl's cash like a smart person, and then you get like a two hundred dollar sport coat for forty bucks. I there is nothing that I will scoff at faster than when someone tries to degrade coals that is a a fine shopping institution especially considering the loopholes that they allow for you to get unfucking believable discounts on things yeah they let me stack like four fucking coupons and coals cash on some shit i'm surprised that they don't like if you were to steal from them that they wouldn't just kind of go yeah yeah, we basically are it's cool go ahead go ahead with these deals, we basically are. Like if you Coles, like, like get at us. Like we if, need advertisers. Like if you took a pair of jeans and like stood near the door and started inching toward it while yeah. like staring they'd at be one like, of the cashiers, they'd, they'd go, "Look, give me two dollars <laughs> so that it's legal and go." No, I, I think she'd just give you a smile. And go, oh, oh, sweetie, it's all right. Go ahead. Those are on clearance anyway. Go ahead, sweetie. Sweetie, those aren't even offered no more. Is that? Can I do? Is that an acceptable accent to do the the Coles cashier slash Waffle House waitress accent? Mm. That's okay, right? Mm. Uh, it was until you added the second part. The waffle waitress part? Yeah, because they're not necessarily the same person. They Sweet. might have Sweet. the same accent. Sweetie, you want those smothered and covered? <laughs> you want them corduroy smothered and covered? <laughs> yeah. You want you get them jeans with some with a little bit of onions and jalapenos. That 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 is one hundred percent one. That's woman. a spicy capri pant. <laughs> <laughs> that that capri pants, you gonna feel that tomorrow on the toilet. 
That's that. That's actually true. If you that wear shawl collar sweater, is really going to burn your butthole tomorrow. Oh, that's true. Fashion, yeah, yeah, fashion. This 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 just shows that. Do we you know, know about the shawl collar sweater? I don't know shit. I don't even know. What I wear those, those often. Are. Do you? It's like a you can have it. You can have it like a pullover style, or you can have it cardigan style. I prefer the cardigan style. Okay, where it's the sweater and then it's got the nice thick collar. Okay. folds over on top. Yeah. Like that blue striped one that I wear a lot. Okay. Yeah, I know yeah, you know what we're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. That's a, that's a sharp sweater. I got to tell you, I don't I don't remember the collar very well. Ah. I, uh, I'm, I'm feeling a little, a little self-conscious that maybe I'm not spending enough time focused on my friends. You're not a, uh, focused on your friend's fashion is what it is. I'm not. I'm not checking y'all out enough. That's the problem. I, uh, the, uh, um, just kind of a, a problem for me mm-hmm. is I need to pay more attention to to, to, to the people to what in my your world. friends are wearing. Yeah, to y'all's clothes. I mean, I'm constantly. You are constantly. That is one hundred percent you, man. I was trying to look up a picture for you, and I completely got no. A lot of people come up to me just on the street. They're like, "Hey, you're Hilton, right?" And I'm like, "Yes, I am." And they're like, "Oh, you're 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 close with Michael Zampino, right?" And I'm like, and I say, "The closest." And they say, "Well, he's just known for." There we go. That's what they look like. Neither one of us got it that time. Okay, that sweater. I do know that sweater. Yeah, they're nice. That's good-looking sweater. You know, my favorite part is the warmth. Well, that. And when you have uh, when you have uh, hair that is like that of a baby doll, in that it is soft and fine, very soft, very fine, yeah. um, very delicate. You are you are a delicate haired man. When you get that said delicate hair the into del- place, delicate, yeah. The last thing you want to do is cover it with a hat or a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Got that shawl collar sweater on. Pop that motherfucking collar up before you put your extra jacket over the top of it. And then that thing comes right over your ears, makes them nice and warm, and your hair is perfect. You're getting the back of head and side of head and ear care, Mm. the ear warmth that Uh is so important during these cold winter months Uh uh without the struggle of um, static cling impacting your hair. Your, Your beautiful, soft Fine nothing. Hair. Nothing will ruin ruin this this beautiful head of hair faster than 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 weight of a hoodie. Yeah. Or or a hat. Yeah. So it's the weight, not even the static cling. It's the weight. It's more that. Yeah. It just you, goes flat almost immediately, and then it's just uh, you. You like volume with your hair. I do like a little volume. I like a little pompadour. Yeah. You know, a little yeah. a little quaff. Yeah. A nice quaff. Yeah. Um, a nice duck. Ass, as some would call it. A little duck butt. No, some people will straight up call it a duck ass. Duck ass. Yeah, duck oh, ass. Oh, yeah, they do that? I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm, you may not, may not know this about me. I am not the hippest when it comes to popular hair lingo. Or fashion lingo. Or fashion lingo. When it comes to popular lingo <laughs> of things that make, make an individual look good, I ain't got it. I ain't got mm-hmm. none of that. Yeah. So. Well, I need to go shopping. Well, but you know what I can do? You know what I can do, though? What? Wear hats. You can wear hats completely consequence-free, and I am jealous of that. That is the one thing that kicked in, because I was not a hat guy growing up, because I also had beautiful, soft, fine hair. I used to be a bigger hat guy. I used to wear hats a lot more often, and it would be whenever I was too lazy to uh, fix my delicate, baby, fine hair. Yeah. Um, But then I realized that I feel better about myself when I do take the time to fix my baby, fine hair. 
Yeah. Um, so I've started doing it on the daily for and, the most part. And, and you've got and, the hair. And I'm mostly uh, hat-free. Thank you, sir. So many of us don't, and, and you who has those those lush, luscious locks. I wouldn't call them luscious. I've got the locks. Luxurious. Just, luxurious, luscious it, locks. It's nowhere near as, as, uh, as mm, thick. Is yeah, maybe the I word mean, I'm looking for that it could be, or well, full, yeah, fuller. Listen, we all want to be a little thicker, stronger, a little stronger. Yeah, yeah, all. Of I that. wish I was a little bit stronger. Stronger. I wish, wish I, was I was a, a bonger. 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 Yeah, I, I am a bonger. We you do, are a bonger. We do true. the bonging here. <laughs> bonging. If I saw, if I worked in a head shop and a guy came in and was like, "I need a bong," <laughs> and like really hit that G like that, I'd be like. You need to leave immediately. You are a cop. <laughs> this is completely legal, and I still somehow don't trust you. Uh, I need, I'd like to do some bonging. Bong? I'm here to purchase a bonga. A bong? A bongo? What are you saying right now? A bong. <laughs> That's too many syllables. That's not... <laughs> oh, we got a show. We watched some stuff. We watched uh, Trey's Trace trailers today. It was a triple feature today. Yeah, that was uh, and and some really interesting ones too from all over. Really, yeah, we were kind of all over the place. Uh, we watched the new HBO Max series. Our flag means death. Is yeah. that what it's called? Right. Our yeah. flag means death. Our flag means death. Okay. And that's a pirate show, but it's a, a comedy. Yes, it is very much like. Um, uh, it seems like they were like, what if there was a pirate ship where the pirate captain was like a sweet, fancy man? Yeah. Well, and, they, it's, they, and it's Reese Darby, and that's all you really needed to tell me for me to be on board. Did, did Do you watch What We Do in the Shadows? The series? No, but I want to. I'm going to start it. I, I haven't watched the movie, either. and it is fucking hilarious. This feels like that. Like it's taking it's a, supposed a, to be absolutely a very same serious, camp of people. threatening kind of aura. Yes. You know, pirates, vampires. This next should be ninjas. It's the same camp of people. Taika Waititi and and oh, Arby oh, and oh, he's with all. He's oh, with, yeah. they're all with what we do in the shadows. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they were in the Taika Waititi. Uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, Taika Waititi. Yes, thank you. Yeah. It was in uh, in the movie. I don't know if okay. he's in the series, but he was in the movie. Of what we do in the shadows. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So, so, just, I, and I like that. I like that that's kind of been the thing we've done. You know, ever since Shaun of the Dead taking the zombie trope. Exactly. And, and playing it for laughs. It's been well, fun. Well, and they did that, you know, with vampires. You know, they've done that several times. You had the Dracula dead and loving it. And Remember you, that? Yeah, yeah, that's true, of the course. Leslie yeah, Nielsen joint. But that was kind of crap, too. Like, well, that, yeah, that but was I'm just saying that movie. it's like we've been... They've sort of been doing that that taking the, not a new the scary thing and yeah. spoofing it. Well, in hell, and even Airplane back in the day, going even further back with Leslie Nielsen, uh, you're talking about a movie that was playing fun with the disaster movie trope. The idea, yeah, there of he is, the, in the scary disaster. In, oh, just okay. in the still shot of the trailer for the yeah. movie. He's he, one of the main. He's people. an adorable man, that Taika Waititi. He really is, actually. Yeah. He's very cute. That's Viago is was his name. He is Vigo. <laughs> Viago. Uh, I want a quick aside here. Yesterday. Oh, no! yesterday. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, I was pricing uh, posters of Vigo the Carpathian. Were uh, you really? On eBay. Oh, man. Because I may buy a Vigo poster for my office. Hey, man. I would happily replace any number of p- things in here for a, <laughs> a full size Vigo the Carpathian. Oh, wouldn't I? Oh, my God. And they're not expensive. Like they, okay, I was just about to say, how much are we talking here? Uh, for a for like a twenty four by thirty eight full size. Is poster, that like about that size? Yeah, about twenty five bucks, which is more than you want to pay for a poster. That is 
doable for that. That though. is 100% doable. For that? Yeah. yeah. To have Vigo hanging Fucking in your home. right, bro. Yeah, yeah it's, a great, it's a great price. Ah, I would have gone upwards of 30 American I dollars. I would have paid 50 bucks cash <laughs> right now. 50 American dollars <laughs> in your hand. Just to have Vigo. Cold, hard currency. But, uh, so I cash. Mean, I know I'm not going to gonna fucking Venmo you. Bring the money. I will bring you the <laughs> We exchange it in person. I don't trust you. <laughs> Same time. I don't know you. Oh, Viggy, Viggy, Viggy. You that's have one been thing, a bad monkey. <laughs> that is one thing that the internet very quickly did away with was the uh, same time I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess like Facebook Marketplace, you still do that. Meet me at Quick Trip. Same time. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me at Quick Trip to buy this ottoman. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, but anyway, so uh, what we what we do on the pirate ship does look funny. <laughs> what we do with our flags? <laughs> what we do with our flags? Uh, no, our flag means death. It 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 looks very good. I thought it looked really funny. I want to watch it. Yeah, I love all those. Pe- I love Reese Darby. Something about him. I don't know he much was about my, him. He was my favorite part of Flight of the Concords. Okay. Um, he played their manager, and he's just fucking hilarious. Uh, he's just one of those people. He's like a David Koechner where, like, I'm, I'm excited because this is a much a big, seems like a bigger role than he's usually getting because yeah. he's usually that guy where you need somebody to come in for two, three scenes, something like that, and just fucking nail it every time. Okay. Like, in America, it's David Koechner. In New Zealand, you got Reese Darby. Like, that's the guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's going to come in. He's going to be funny. Yeah. 100%. No no doubt about it. And he's not going to do a lot of takes probably. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's just he seems like he's just that, like an automatic. And I just love him. Something about him. He's very endearing to me and very funny. I love him. So that's what made me immediately like, "Oh yeah, him doing a a, a pirate show? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'll watch that." Yeah, that would be really cool. And uh, it's got cool people in it. Leslie Jones, we saw in it Fred Armisen, uh Rory Kinnear, who else? Oh, Nat Faxon, Nathan Ford. Do you see a release date? That's the only thing that I'm not looking And there he is. Oh, there's Taika Waititi. Um, 117. No. I did not see a release date. Did it say at the end of the trailer? March. There we go. Set sail this March. All right. Okay. Well, good. We don't have to wait too long. No, no. Got a new Netflix show coming next month, even sooner. Yeah. Uh, you Are you excited about this one? Uh, the, the Cuphead show. Correct. Uh, based on the video game. The Cuphead show. Uh, the cup, Cuphead. Cuphead, uh, the video game. Yeah. The video game Cuphead the, show. The Cuphead video game. <laughs> the Cuphead show based on the Cuphead <laughs> video game. Written by Push. <laughs> wait, wait, based on the... Based on Push the, was not the author. <laughs> yes. Sapphire was the author. No, no, written by Push. You're right. <laughs> the novel... <laughs> Written by Push, based on the novel by Sapphire. You miss 100% of the goals you don't take. That's right. Michael Wayne Scott. Gretzky, Michael Scott. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> um, I'm Okay, so the, the neat thing about Cuphead, Cuphead came out a couple of years ago, and it's a shooter, uh, and it, it has these, these big boss battles. Uh, it's a 2D side-scrolling game, and the art style is done in the style of 1930s comics and cartoons. Picture um, Betty Boop. Betty Boop, exactly. Uh, and, and the kind of over-dramatic uh, uh, characters you might have in a show like that, the big eyes, yes. the, the grotesque features. Um, and I love that style. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very iconic. But now Netflix has a whole cartoon show based in that style. So, 
the game was based in a style, but but not on an app. The game was created as if it was based off of an existing cartoon. Right. And instead, they're making a cartoon off, off the of a game. game that was so, made to emulate a cartoon. So there's a part of me that just feels like this is such an obvious thing that it's almost kind of annoying. Although, at least, I will say that, like, at least it's not like a huge you know, already run down your throat franchise. There is that. And maybe it can become its own thing. And it does look like it's at least like kind of dark and adult oriented, you know, like, well, uh, and the game had a lot of the themes, like characters like the devil uh and, 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 and and all these characters that were trying to, 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 to kill and defeat the two cuphead brothers, cuphead and mug boy or whatever his name is, mug guy. And, um, they, um, so they're, they're definitely keeping with that kind of like, dangerous dark kind of look to the show uh but really this is gonna have to be a watch it and see kind of thing it's mugman 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 yeah yeah mugman so mel mugman but the humor seems on point uh the animation looks very very good and very much in the style of the show like they're they're sticking to that uh, classic aesthetic uh so it's gonna look great no matter what so it's obviously gonna be worth a look it's Netflix, so the fact that it could be one season and canceled is highly likely. Oh, for sure. You know, so just enjoy this little experiment with Cuphead if that's what you want, you know? Um, coming on the heels of the Cowboy Bebop situation, Netflix has shown their hand. They're here to experiment with something for you. You want a season of something that you never thought you'd get? Uh-huh. Netflix. You want a seven-season new show you can sink your teeth into? No, prom- no promises. <laughs> no promises in Netflix. For sure. The next one, though, I am so excited about this. It looks real good. Yeah. Disney Plus putting out a Moon Knight show. I That was one character in the universe, one of the ones that I really never knew a lot about. Yeah. I uh, knew of Moon Knight, never knew the origin story, couldn't tell you what it is. Uh, Mark Spector has uh, dissociative identity disorder, okay. multiple personalities, it used to be called, uh-huh. believes himself to be two other people. Okay. Um, uh, three, I guess, if you count the superhero Moon Knight. What are the other two? Um, one of them uh, is Steven somebody okay, who's because an actor. At first I thought you were about to tell me that he had Moon Knight and Sun Knight were the other, and I was like, are you telling me it's Nightman and Dayman? And Dayman, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. And, and, and in fact, the Moon Knight character, on top of his disassociative disorder, is uh, Mark serves Nightman. the Egyptian god Khonshu, who has ta- Come again. He serves the Egyptian god Khonshu, who he is, uh, uh, he takes on the role of Moon Knight to uh, enact vengeance on his behalf. Interesting. Yeah, so on top of the uh, mental health issues, there's a supernatural quality to this uh-huh. uh, on top of the superheroine. Uh, and uh, one of his personalities in the comics is wealthy, uh, so there is an element of a, a financially funded vigilante, a la Batman. Uh-huh. So take mental health with supernatural, with Batman, with uh-huh. uh, just the, the, the fantastic work uh, by the actor. What's uh, what's the actor's name? It, it, it slips in my mind. Oscar here. Isaac. Oscar Isaac, who is just correct? tearing it up in everything he's done. Yeah. 100% correct. Uh, great as um, as as uh, uh, Poe in the Star Wars universe. That's what it was. Uh, 
Thank you. Right. I'm like, man, there's a big one that he's done that I'm blanking on, and I'm really feeling dumb. And then you said it, and I was like, there it is. Right. Uh, so super glad to see him in this role. This is going to be fun. Uh, great trailer. Yeah, he was one where, like, pretty much from, from moment one, you're like, okay, I like this guy. Yeah. I could see him playing, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Play some roles. Yeah, exactly. Take on some part. Be, become the guy he in the public eye for like a He seems like someone that you've already been watching do a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really know him before the Star Wars. And then, uh, but it felt like, oh, yeah, this guy's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, moment one, you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen him in everything. He's in everything. Uh, or, like, I'm cool with him being in everything for a bit. Be that guy for a little while. Give me more Oscar Isaac. Be, give make give him Mario. Like so, like okay, like make the, him Mario. Make him Mario. Back to that. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Start a petition. Make Oscar Isaac Mario. Just not with that awful British accent he had in the trailer. No, is he really British though? Is that no. a, what if that's his real accent? That is an affected accent. How? Where is he from? Uh, not there. He, How do you know? Because he, he's not from 1930s fake London. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you call me Mark? Yeah. Which is the other interesting thing about that trailer, too, is he is Steven in that trailer. He's not mm-hmm. Mark. And Mark Spector is commonly known as the most common main identity, I think. I mean, hopefully some Moon Knight super fans won't correct me. Ooh, the message boards are going to be hot for this one. Finally, some action on the OLA Discord. <laughs> that is not a thing. <laughs> Should we start a Discord? Do you even know yeah, how dude. to start a Discord? I don't know, but we can figure it out. Learn. We can learn. Call friend of the show, uh, Sean Baker. He knows. He knows the Discords. He does. Man. He's a Discord champ. I'm excited to check out all three of these. Uh, I'm most dubious about Cuphead. I'm most excited about Moon Knight. Uh, and, and, and the sails, what we do when we're on our ship. <laughs> what we do what when we do in the ship what shadows. We, what we do when we're pirating. What um, we do in the pirates. Um, they, uh, that'll be, uh, that, that's worth a check out just to see. Oh, 100%. It's going to be fun. And it's going to be HBO, so it'll, be, it'll probably be like dirty, yeah. you know, uncensored. And if I don't like it, I'll just jump over to Peacemaker because that opening, those opening credits of Peacemaker oh, are man. insane. I'm super pumped to watch that. I haven't started it yet because uh, I wanted to watch it with Becky and uh, she needed to. Uh, she had to get caught up on Suicide Squad. Yes, thank you. Sorry, we hadn't, she hadn't seen Suicide Squad yet. Which uh, was great. That was, oh, yeah. the Suicide Squad. It doesn't have to be the original. There was that original Suicide Squad with Will Smith, and that was no good. This one, the Suicide Squad, quite good. Correct. But same Harley Quinn. Yeah. Different everybody else. Exactly. Which, uh, uh, yeah. I'm like, I think, if you're going to keep anything from that stinker, I think it should it, be Margot Robbie. Yeah. And I think the Rick Flagg character was the same. I think he was in the original. That remember. makes sense. I remember his. Do you mean uh, New Robocop? New is that new Robocop? He was new Robocop. Oh, okay. remember when they redid Robocop? Barely. They didn't need to do that. They didn't need to do a lot of the things they've redone recently. They didn't redid a total recall. They didn't need to do that. That's very remember true. they redid uh, Dirty Dancing? They didn't need to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They redid Overboard at one point. They did. They didn't need to do that. Nope. I kind of like that like now there's like so many remakes that there's just dozens that were just this just bombed. Yeah, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. Everybody was like, I liked the first one. Yeah, they were looking fine with that. Yeah. Just like there's been a bunch of those recent, like, sequels, 30-year-later sequels that have oh, bombed. Yeah, yeah, Like, um... Uh, I was uh, really mad when they redid Point Break. Point Break is another one they redid that no one seemed to care about. Because you can't improve perfection. Right? I guess not. Yeah. You can't make a perfect movie better. Yeah, it's, it's What are you going to do? 
do better than Gary Busey? They can't do it. Fuck Gary right Busey. off. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves and Gary Busey, the on-screen chemistry of the century. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and that came out right around the same time as Ghost and, and still with much better chemistry. Oh, for sure. Demi Moore and, and, and Swayze? Oh, no, I meant Demi Moore and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they make that vase together, it's pretty hot. <laughs> when Whoopi, Whoopi and, uh, and Demi. Demi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. What else we got, got? Got some wild casting news out of Hollywood this week. Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter. To play... Weird Al Yankovic. I'm so curious. I'm so intrigued. Uh, I've grown to really like Daniel Radcliffe uh, seeing him uh, post Harry Potter. Um, he's uh, He seems like he's a cool guy. You know, he seems yeah. like he's fun, like he's able to have fun with himself and in, in, in his career. Um, I loved his post Harry Potter direction. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, everything post Harry Potter has just shown me that, like, I think I'd like to hang out with that guy. Doesn't seem like someone who wants to be pigeonholed. No, he's done a lot of weird shit since then. But he's also doesn't seem to have tried to distance himself from that world. He seems to be very proud of the work he did there. Which he should be. You know? Yeah. Also has done been smart to stay out of the controversy that jk rowling has found herself in 100 percent, which is the right thing to do be be the best of that world without getting involved with the worst of it has he said anything i believe he's at least come out and uh, you know at least uh i'll see what i can find i was gonna say i think he's maybe at least come out in support of the trans community but um Oh, computers, baby. <laughs> All right. It says that he. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's frankly just come out and said, you know, flat out transgender women are women. Yep. Know? So there we go. So, so that's great. That's what I thought. I, I knew he at least did. He didn't really come out and like bash J.K. Rowling or anything, but he very much came out and was and said, you know, I'm in support of, of the trans community. Um, brought up, brought up the Trevor Project. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, very cool. Yep. So yeah, so so uh, nothing but the good good coming out of his. Now camp. here's where I'm a little anxious. Well, sure. It is being made and released exclusively through the Roku channel. Oh well, this has been fun. Uh huh. Now. I want it to be good so very badly. Yeah. But I don't get a lot of confidence when I hear exclusively through the Roku channel. And I don't know why. Every TV in my home is a Roku. Yeah. But or you, has a Roku on it. But you don't watch the Roku channel. No. It seems like... What's the... Uh, uh, there was the... What was it? Freeform? Yeah. Was like the cable was CBS channel. CBS had a streaming service was free for. No, there was like a, a maybe that's not what I'm thinking of. There was like a TV channel where it was like you we're, we're playing movies and shit, but it's like was like the IMDb channel. No, it wasn't that. Okay. I don't remember. Anyways, but that's that's you know, we're we're, we're kind of hitting on similar topics though in that this is one of the things that have come up since the days of streaming cuz streaming started 
and you had your Netflix and you had your Hulu. And in most cases, you pay mm-hmm. so that you can and, and, and Hulu managed to still find a way to get commercials on there. But Netflix's whole thing was you pay. You're not going to watch commercials because you're just going to pay us for the content. Right. Well, HBO Max. So so stations like like what, no commercials on that bitch. So when Roku, with its streaming device, was getting in more and more homes, they realized, well, we could just show stuff too, but we don't have to make them pay. We'll just do commercials, right? Because they like that. They'll 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 take free as long as they got to watch commercials. And it's essentially not me, baby. Just like TV. I hardly ever watch Hulu because of that shit. But I'll tell you, it works. And how it works is you get someone like uh, a parent, one of our parents, you know, someone who's in their sixties, my seventies years old, and they. They're not super hip to how to use streaming services. They're not trying to set one up and pay for it and run that account. They're not used to having these new accounts just to watch TV. But they bought a new TV because their old one dies, and now all you can get are the smart TVs. So you get home, you plug in your TV. All you want to do, you plug in your cable. You're hoping cable's going to start. But no, on a smart TV now, you're on your main menu, and you got to choose cable TV. But there's probably an ad just off to the right that's saying, you know, watch uh, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Watch Heaven is Real on, yeah, on the or, Roku or My channel. Blue Heaven. You know, God's Not Dead. Yeah, or you know, uh, seven. It's always Christian shit. No, not always, but it's always something that appeals, like that has broad appeal. Seven Years in Tibet with Brad Pitt. Some, oh yeah, some fucking yeah, movie yeah. that did okay, but has it gets some Sabrina with Harrison Ford. You know, something like that. <laughs> and it says stream it's now. A perfect one. Yeah. Stream now, and they click on. Oh, yo, I love fucking love Sabrina. And, and they click on that, and now they the, the Roku channel opens up, and they're watching it, and now Roku's got them, and now they've created and now, a customer. And now they've and now they've somehow made enough money to pay Daniel Radcliffe to play Weird Al. Yeah, well, and to buy Weird Al's bio, uh, which uh, with this movie was written by Weird Al, uh, and um, uh, let me see if it says the name of the other writer. Now, how fucking how rad do you have to be, Radcliffe? How how cool of a person do you have to be to where you can write your own biopic and the world's like fucking hell yeah bro that's fine yeah totally that's great well I mean autobiographies exist so I I, I think sure but I mean that's someone a, should get to write feels a little different yeah whenever you're like oh you're writing your movie sometime around like if you said if you said to me Tim Allen is writing his own biopic I'd go fuck off yeah. I don't want to watch that dumb shit. Some sometime around gangsters, um, what is it? Uh, Amish paradise. Sometime uh-huh. around Amish paradise, we all collectively just said, "You know what, Weird Al, you can do no wrong. You can do whatever you want, anything you want. It's this is your show, buddy. Listen, you are collectively our security blanket. You're the guy, and you've made us feel comfortable since we were little bit little bitty babies. Yeah, and we love you. Yeah." And we need to preserve you in every way. And we will do whatever you ask, and we'll Anything. support any project. And wait, wait, wait. The Are Ro- we in a Weird Al cult? The Roku channel? <laughs> Ooh. I would follow Weird Al Yankovic into a cult, I think. Would you? Yeah. Maybe not. I mean, if it was just a cult where it's just like, hey, we're going to do fun parodies of popular songs, <sighs> that's literally what we do in our spare time anyway. I would love it. Right? I just want to like go play bass for Weird Al's band. Okay. Yeah, That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll just be a roadie. Oh, can I be like an opening act? Like I just come out and like, I'm going to hype man him up? Yeah. Hey, y'all here to see Weird Al? Yeah, see those traffic cones on the way in? Yeah. Make some noise. <laughs> man. 
so Daniel Radcliffe, you're a treasure. Weird Al, you you are the treasure. You are the treasure above all treasures. Yeah, and I think Weird Al's doing a tour this year. What? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I think it's coming here. Well, I will be there. I very much want to go. You should go. I've never mm-hmm. seen Weird Al live. He's one I have not seen either. And I would really, really love to see him play Jurassic Park, the yeah. the parody of MacArthur Park, yeah. live. Even though I know that would never be on their set list, I don't think. You never deep cuts Weird Al. Whenever that album came out, it was probably definitely on the set list. Let's do the deep cuts tour, Weird Al. Yes. Bust out, bust out the classics. Man, want, what album was? I want to hear on? some. I want a new duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love it. Give me some dare to be stupid, Al. Dare to be stupid. Right? Come on, man. Give That's me, give me some. This word, this song is only six your words eyes long. Out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want a boogie. Yeah. Remember how funny that was? Mm-hmm. God damn it, that was funny. I got a boogie. I got a boogie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I got a boogie on my finger and I can't shake it off. Mm-hmm. That's the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my life. Yeah. And when I was like eight years Subverting old. Subverting expectations. Oh, man. The whole time you're like, oh, man, he's really got to dance. He's got to dance. Oh, wait. Oh. He's just. Oh, he's just, snot. Oh, fuck. It's a booger. Snot. It's a booger. It's a, it's a booger. <laughs> a booger. <laughs> Uh, I'm definitely going to, I mean, look, Roku, you got me for this one. I'm going to watch it. There's no fucking way I won't watch it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, I just hope it's good. Yeah. And, and I mean, I hope that whatever they're doing, they're pumping every dollar they have into it. All $460 <laughs> that Roku's made off of our parents. Listen, we, this, they've, as far as I'm aware, I don't know that they've ever made a movie before. So maybe they've just been... Every Roku stick, every fucking Roku that's being purchased, all their Roku dog, all them Roku dollars, dude, all the Roku dough. So they've just been putting it in the fucking Weird Al fund. What I'm hearing from day one, the the owner of Roku was like, "I'm making this fucking Weird Al movie." Picture it. It's seven thirty in the evening, Mm -hmm. a darkened office in California. Mm -hmm. The only light in the room is the light of the television showing an entertainment channel. Mm -hmm. Sitting in an oversized chair, an older man. He's run his company for a decade. All he's done is make money on these small boxes that he's put in homes across the country. And as he sits there... Behind him, stacks of money. As he watches the entertainment channel, wondering, what shall I do with my money? Entertainment Tonight host says, Daniel Radcliffe has signed on to a Weird Al biopic, and he says, that's it. No, dude, I think this motherfucker's been planning way before. He he got... He got the money for Ratcliffe to do it. You know what I'm saying? He's the one that's like, I got to get this Weird Al movie made. All if I it's the last thing I do. Finally. The, oh. the final step of the Roku. <laughs> that's game. right. A the lot Ro- of people don't know that Roku in, in ancient Aztec means Al who is strange. <laughs> strange Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Albert the Unusual. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Um, Albert the Unusual. Oh, man. At least that's a good name. You know what's not a good name? Who? You, too. You, you as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my, you, sir, as well. Uh, you, too, is not a good band name. And you know who says that? You, too. You, Have too. a good day. <laughs> you, too. <laughs> you, too. <laughs> you know how sometimes you're like, uh, like uh, uh, someone will be like, uh, you'll pick up your food and they'll go, enjoy. And you'll go, you, too. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, fuck. Oh, yeah. Enjoy what? Idiot. You know who else is an idiot? Who? Bono. 
Oh, fuck. What did he do now? He's realizing that the name U2 is dumb, and he says he gets embarrassed listening to their music. Oh, shit. Well, you know what, Bono? Same. It took 40 years? <laughs> it took him this long? 40, 40 plus years? When did they start? 70s? Yeah. Yeah. For him to finally go, oh, wait, maybe this was a bad idea. Oh. Yeah. What made him name it that in the first place? Does it ever say? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was a bad band name. It is a bad band name. He finds many of their songs to be cringeworthy, and he now struggles to listen to his own vocals. I mean... He says, I've been in a car when one of our songs has come on the radio, and I've been the color of, we say in Dublin, Scarlet. I'm just so embarrassed. Why couldn't you just say, I turned red, you fucking pretentious asshole? Yeah. Oh, what a what a beautiful thing to like be such a pretentious asshole to like look back on yourself and realize you're a pretentious asshole without realizing you're still a pretentious asshole. Mm-hmm. And look, this is a guy who's objectively done a lot of good things for the world. Oh yeah, absolutely. His uh, philanthropy, his his volunteer, it's work. real. All that shit is real. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. However, yeah, he's he's helped fight the AIDS crisis. He's helped with poverty in Africa. This this is a guy who's been involved. But he could be less annoying. <laughs> he could totally do it without those shades. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm half kidding with all of this. Uh, I honestly I kind of fell off the YouTube bandwagon. You know, when once they started releasing the same album, you know, I've only years. liked one one album of theirs, Which, and it's War, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's the only album of theirs I ever actually listened to the entire thing and was like, this is good. Rattle and Hum's good. Uh, Octung Baby's good. Um, you know, uh, we've had this talk before. Pop is Disagree. good. Pop is terrible. Pop is good. Uh, well, pop is, pop is self-referential, which is what people don't, I don't think everyone gets. Is pop. Well, he apparently doesn't get it either, because he's like, ugh. Well, yeah, but I mean, we all got to realize that you 2 sucks at some point. <laughs> it's part of the requirements of life. Says the guy who just said pop is good. Pop's good. Uh, so Bono said, the lyrics as well, I feel that on Boy and other albums, it was sketched out very unique and original material, but I don't think I filled in the details. And I look back and I go, <laughs> God. <laughs> Okay. Which I think a lot of us can understand. Yeah, man. I was in a band called The Buttafucos. <laughs> so, like, I get it. We had a song called Joe Bob the Horny Sodbuster. I uh, was... Did you hear what I just said to you? Joe Bob the Horny Sodbuster. Well, sodbusting is an important activity in the South. Well, yeah, a lot of it goes on around here. <laughs> that it does. We had a lot of run-ins with the old sodbusters, as we called them. So here we go. Uh, it is the name U2, however, that Bono said he most dislikes about his band. Well. In our head, he said it was the spy plane, U-boat. It was futuristic, as it turned out to imply this kind of acquiescence. No, I don't like that name. I still don't really like that name. Well, you should have fought harder, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Like, I, was, I, I found my old live journal. Do you remember live journal? The earliest of social media was blogs. Uh, where you would essentially write diary-style entries mm -hmm. uh, and post them online for people to read. And your friends group, your friends list, was a small smattering of other equally verbose individuals who would also write blogs and might follow yours and you might follow theirs. So Mm -hmm. you had a feed that you would see that would be the latest updates from people as they did. Uh, And I I found the the mine recently. It's still out there. Uh, I won't give you the, the URL. But I did look it up. And backslash Hilton thoughts. The kids say backslash Hilton thoughts backslash www.www. WordPress. WordPress.com. <laughs> um, Is it good? No. 
Okay. No, it's not. Okay, cool, it's cool, not. Cool. It's not good. Hey, Hilton, I I don't know if you know this, and I probably shouldn't be saying this, but right up there. Oh yeah. Right up there. Oh yeah. On that shelf. Oh yeah. Our books. Oh yeah. Of poetry. Oh God. Written by me. Oh my God. Oh God. That's amazing. Hey, stop fucking listening to me, phone. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> phone, can you pull up my live journal and read the entry? Hey Ma- Siri, can you read Ma- my uh... marked life is pain? No. Yeah, I um, I I think what's most disappointing is that I'm a professional writer, and I'm going back on some of this and realizing that I don't know that I can write. Oh, it's real hard, Hilton. Big disappointment. Maybe I don't know if you know this. Maybe maybe have not been the slightest bit skilled my entire life. Uh huh. There's a chance. Real yeah. real bad. Yes. Wow. Big yes. big dumb. Big dumb dumb. <laughs> big dumb. <laughs> big big, big dumb. dumb. Big dumb. Yeah. Uh, that was originally the name of Big Me on the Foo, was, Foo Fighters song. I don't like that song. You don't like that song? I really don't. Man. I'll Stick Around? Eh. You don't like I'll Stick Around? I'll Stick Around's good. I'll Stick, I'll stick Around fine. is a good I'll song. I'll Stick Around's fine. Um, I just want to say credit where credit's due. I get it, Bono, because having been in several bands, naming a band, yeah, it's the fucking hardest it sounds awful. It's almost as hard as picking a font yeah. when you're creating posters or design anything. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever just sat and scrolled through fucking fonts. Oh yeah. Font. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh it's very hard, man. It's really and especially because you're you're not only trying to decide you know, you're trying to decide, but it's a group of people. You know, you yeah. it's, it's usually more than one person that's yeah. deciding about almost name. always at least 3 or 4. Yeah. You know? Typically. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's your Ghostland Observatories, your chain smokers that are like two people. Yeah. But whatever. They've always. Yeah. They still had to pick a name. Uh, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. I was in a band once called Treadmill Trackstar. That's not a bad name. It's not a good name. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad one, though. It's alliterative. Well, and then I left the band and they, and they changed the name and it was a much better name. They became First Lady Assassins. And that's a great name. Uh... Why is Treadmill Trackstar any better or worse than First Lady Assassins? Uh, they could both be K-pop groups or new comics <laughs> from an independent publisher. One sounded very silly and one sounded much more uh, akin to what the music was. Okay. I guess how it felt to me. Okay, yeah, because yeah. Treadmill Trackstars is definitely a pop band. Seem, well, it just seemed very jokey and silly. Yeah. First Lady All-Stars is First either, Lady Assassins. First Lady all no, no. First Lady All-Stars is... is uh, that's my new band. I just started a band. <laughs> it's Jackie O doing Smash Mouth songs. Would you like to be in my Jackie O Smash Mouth cover band? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey, now, you're a first lady. Get your game on. Go play. No, that's the worst song that's ever been written. Oh, wow. That's a tall order. It's it's not. There are worse songs. There's but I hate it a lot. It's a bad song. I hate it a lot. It's a bad song. I, I mean, it's a bad it. band. The second it starts, I get angry. <laughs> like at work, sometimes it'll it'll though we'll have like a nineties playlist or some shit like that on. Yeah. And it'll come on and you'll just hear from wherever the fuck I am, you'll just hear <laughs> Nope. <laughs> and then someone will go skip it for me because so we have a good team. <laughs> it's kind of like the opposite of St. Elmo's Fire. Uh-huh. Like St. Elmo's Fire, everyone is always happy to hear. Well, yeah. That song comes, you get that first, like, the, the dun, mm-hmm. dun, 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 dun. And people are like, yes. 
Yep. Yes, some fucking John Parr in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the opposite of that. Fire. Yeah, yeah. Such a good Man, we are talented. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's start a band right now. Can it be First Lady All Stars? Let's name a band. No, it can't. It can't. It can't. We'll get copyright infringed. For who? The First Ladies? Yeah. I knew it. My friends are very litigious. My punk rock friends are very litigious. Oh, man. Uh, Bono, uh, so glad you're coming to your senses. Uh, sorry about the band. Congrats I, on the Honestly, though, if, they, if, if, if the same four dudes came out with a different band name next month, I'd be like, fuck yeah. I'm going to give this album a shot. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Who are these new Irish guys? Coming, <laughs> coming out with fresh them? Irish band. Yeah. Uh, they're a little older than I normally go for, man, but whatever. For a debut album, it's really good. Imagine being in your 60s, putting out your first album. Good for them. I wonder what made them decide to be musicians. Wow, they are in their 60s, huh? Yeah, probably. They're elderly. What do we got here? Uh, well, oh, real, real quick, I'm going to look up Bono's age. Okay. Bono is 61. aged 61 years. 61 years young. Born in Rotunda Hospital in Dublin, Ireland. Still has a full head of hair, this son of a bitch. <laughs> He's only 20 years older than me. Man, amazing. All right. Joss Whedon should know better. Yeah, he should. Oof, that guy just digs himself into a hole. Man. So Josh Whedon, of course, uh, creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel and um, uh, uh, he Firefly. Was, he was a hot ticket for a minute. He was the king of the nerds. He got to do uh, uh, an Office episode. It, known for writing strong women characters in a time when that was a, a unique thing. Known for embracing the supernatural and nerd culture and sci-fi in ways that made it more popular and helped bring it to the mainstream, you know, created these enduring characters and, 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 and worlds, uh, you know, Firefly, there is a, there is rarely a more enduring fandom than the fandom for fucking Firefly. Is which that the Nathan Fillion? With one season and a movie. And people love that shit. All thanks to this guy. And then he turns out to just be this Or was fucking- it thanks to Nathan Fillion? It did not. He did not hurt because Nathan Fillion is fantastic. I mean, he's no James Marsden. You but. know, I I did not like him. Just truth be told, in really? the beginning there was something about him that I just didn't like. But I've grown to very much like him. Yeah, because of the way the way he's sort of embraced. Uh, he he's he pokes fun at himself. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he I, doesn't take himself serious. No, and I I I totally respect that. And so I've grown to like him quite a bit. Well, and I like it because he he realized he's 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 like a leading man who's not a leading man, you know. Kind of, yeah. He's just kind of a he's he's a good looking, handsome, tall white guy, but he's nothing unusually great about. He's not, him. yeah. He's not like a, a stone cold stunner. Exactly, he didn't have a perfect physique or a perfect face or anything. He's just kind of a nice enough. Yeah, you know, that's a good looking guy. And let me tell you, when you're nice enough in Hollywood, you you kind of got to do what you can to hang on there because oh, all you sure. need is one Leo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt, and everyone's gonna forget about you. You know, and Leo's not not like a a, a, a you know a chiseled model handsome guy either. Leo's a handsome man. He is, but he, he could also man. he also has a, a sense of normalcy to him that like your Hemsworths don't. You know what I mean? Um, like he doesn't got a six pack. That's true. You know yeah, what I mean? Have that physique. He's not ripped. Yeah. No, but he's very handsome and. Uh, oh, of course he is. And, and, and very talented. There's something about the. Well, and he was also a, an adorable young boy on film, and I think people, 
you know, were attached to that, and they and they still see that that beautiful baby boy, and then they want to, and and just people are gross, you know. It's got weird. The people are gross. It's got weird. This, this didn't mean, get quite Joss Whedon weird. I'm not the one. But it got weird. I'm not the one, Hilton. We should talk about Joss Whedon. I don't make the rules. Joss Whedon, who uh, just abide by them. Apparently abusive, loud. Yeah, apparently he was not a lot of fun to work with. Yeah, uh, was known for shouting at his actors. Charisma Carpenter on the Buffy set came out, talked about him. Ray Fisher on the Justice League set said he was a nightmare to work with. Mm. After months of silence, Whedon is now coming back and saying that he 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 had I to yelled, yell. and sometimes you had to yell. You know, nah, you don't. Uh, as someone with a with a with an issue of of yelling in arguments, yeah, uh, you don't. Yeah, it's well, and, and especially in a fucking professional environment. Well, no, and here's the thing, because I work in, a, in an environment where sometimes yelling happens. What? And I'm a yeller, and, and I have made the mistake. Because it is a mistake. A, you can yell at, you've yelled at employees? Oh, I've yelled at coworkers. Oh, shit. Oh, I've raised my voice. I, I you know, and, and, and here's the deal, and I'm someone who, who has a bit of a, a problem with that, mm-hmm. where I've, I, I, I'm prone to react, and I'm, I'm prone to have a loud reaction if, if I don't feel like I can do it any other way. And here's the deal. I understand that impetus where he says, I yelled, and sometimes you had to yell. Sometimes you feel like, like you, you have to yell. But it yes, does that not sentence mean you is have incorrect. To. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you don't That you don't, is what we're learning. You have failed, in. you have made the wrong choice. Correct. And, and I get it. You felt you had to, and that is a thing that Your needs to be explored. Your impulse control fa- failed in that moment. Is- not necessarily failed. The impulse control was incorrect. Yeah, and here's that thing is 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 is, is and because I think I and you know this too. You you've been a yeller. When mm-hmm. when you make that choice, your brain thinks it's the right choice. Oh, for sure, every time. So it's it, it's that you have to kind of re- unlearn, unlearn and relearn. Yep. Yeah, yep. It, it, it's it, it's it's so it's I hard, I get you, where he comes from. You can do it, but this is a problem, and this happens when you. He took months to come back to these accusations from Charisma Carpenter and Ray Fisher and others. And, and the problem when you walk away from something you did wrong for months and you don't really sit there and kind of embed yourself in the issue is you, your brain finds it very easy to reframe it. And now here's where it gets a little bit different as I was just reading. Yeah. Now there's yelling, say what you will, good or bad. Yeah, but at this point he, they're trying to get somebody dressed in something, and it says he grabbed my arm and dug his fingernails until his fingernails imprinted the skin, and I said, "You're hurting me." That's different. We're talking about a different accusation. This that, is a costume designer who recalled a physical a- action with him. Now yeah. that that's, is completely different. No, there's no there's no excuse for that. Correct. Yeah, that's a completely different thing. Yeah, yeah. So now, the, if he's doing shit like that. Yeah, well, anytime you're you're touching another person, and, and that's that's another thing. If he was uh, an, an older, I guess, what is he? He's got to be in his fifties. Who knows? Because th- there there is there are older people who who are more familiar with times where hands on physical control was permitted. So I can see where those mistakes can come from, but not you don't do that anymore. No, we don't touch each other. No, you know, outside of. Uh, intimate interaction with people who have permitted it, familial interaction with people who've permitted it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. We're in a pretty hands-off society now. The know? most I've ever, the, 
The most I do anymore in a in a professional environment is like if you're in close quarters and you have to pass beside or behind somebody, you might lightly press a hand on their shoulder and say, "Come in behind you." Yeah. So as to not, you know. And you know what I love about that is that 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 very innocuous part of their body you chose the shoulder. Oh, hundred percent. Just, just uh, it's it's almost like a cat's whiskers kind of approach, Same making thing. you aware of my presence. I'm here. Don't bump yeah. into me. I'm not. I don't want to bump into you yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. And you've worked in food service. Uh, oh, you waiters and quarters. waitresses in the kitchen. Constantly, you're having to tables. say behind you, behind you. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, uh, coming through uh-huh. is a big one. I, uh, you know, anytime uh, when I've worked backstage at places, you know, a quick coming through as you're coming around a, a dark corner or somewhere that you know that people. Well, then in stage things, you know, there's also the things where you, you know, you have that response back the, mm-hmm. that that universal that says, "I heard you." Yeah. It's usually like thank you, and then you repeat what oh, they said. Oh, like ten minutes, thank you, ten, yes. that kind of thing. Yeah, there's a- uh, in in kitchens. There's a couple different ones. A lot of people will just use heard. They'll okay, say, heard. Uh, in uh, in one kitchen I worked in, in my cousin's kitchen, it was AOA. Okay, which stands for Audible Order Acknowledgement. Okay, meaning I am an audibly acknowledging the this order is, you've made. It's me saying okay, essentially, right? Yeah. AOA. Yep. And I, that one I did, I worked there for like six years, and that one stuck for a long time, where I would say it in my everyday life, and people would go, the fuck did you just say? I say 10-4 a lot in the newsroom. I'll still say heard sometimes, too. Yeah. 10-4, mm-hmm. uh, eh? Yeah. Is that you? You use walkie-talkie speak? No, sometimes? I just, I just, just you a little just bit of leftover from doing. growing up, knowing that that was, you know, what was something like a we traveled a lot, saying, so I know I truckers would do that, you know. Yes. When we would drive up and down from Florida to New York, we would talk, tell stories about the road, you uh-huh. know, and uh, talk about truckers and CB radio and ten four is a. Didn't it? Wasn't it really like, hey, there's a lot lizard down here. That's. Uh... <laughs> There was, but not for a little Hilton Price growing up. Yeah, right? but that's what ten four meant, though. We just thought it meant I heard you. Oh, really? Oh, did oh, okay. Yeah, maybe, it was like so. it was secret trucker speak for, for a uh, lot lizards down here. Get down here, boys. Yeah, because you know, like the high, high, high <laughs> truckers be murdering. Place. Yeah, Ooh. man, I read that book and uh, I was on the road. The uh, the book about the happy face killer, and okay. I I was on the road and like every semi that passed, I'm like, is there a body in there? <laughs> That's terrifying. It was a little bit, but I liked it. <laughs> you don't like getting scared, though. I don't. I don't like getting scared, which I is like why it. I do like when scary things are funny. I like, like being scared, like what we do on our pirate ship. Yeah, what we do in our buffies. But anyway, so so Whedon came hey, back trying to defend himself. Yeah, that's where you also went wrong. Is um, if if you know you were wrong. Oh, I don't know. Well, he doesn't. And I, I exactly. think that was part of the whole not addressing it for so long as he has found time for his brain to kind of tell him why it was okay what he did. Nope. And 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 and, and, and our brains do that because here's the thing, guys. Your brain doesn't want you to be the bad guy. Oh, no, it really doesn't. Yeah, defense, self, self-defense self mechanisms are yeah. very real. Self-preservation, man, and, and and you want that. you Because it's even if you make mistakes in this life, even if you make terrible mistakes in this life, we don't want you to die. We want you to still be here. Well, sure. We want you to move past them. And I want you to be a better people. I want you to be a better person. The mistakes that I've made in my life, I've worked hard to try and get past so that I can be a better person. Mike and I are the same way. And you couldn't do that until you acknowledged you made mistakes. Exactly. Though. you got to acknowledge them. And, 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 and days later, weeks later, months later, afterwards. I'm still making them. 
of course. I will continue to make mistakes. That's, Point that's is, we've got to realize we're making them. Well, and, and learn to fix them and learn, learn to hold yourself to a higher standard once you Hold know yourself better. accountable. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. When you do fuck up, yeah. um, fucking then, don't, don't make somebody else bring it to your attention. You know what I mean? Like, that's something I, I've, I've grown to be able to do a lot more is, is being able to come and say, hey, look, I was wrong here. Yeah. You know, like you didn't say anything, but I was wrong. And, and and sometimes you don't see it, and if it gets brought to your attention, have grace about it. You know, correct, yeah. And even be if able you, to look inward and say, "Did I do that?" Exactly. Did I did I do that? <laughs> be able to look inward and urkel yourself. <laughs> it's important to urkel yourself. Uh, but anyway, yeah. that's uh, can we turn the urkel phrase into like a a a, a thing that we we use to like. Uh, sort of help take down aspects of to- toxic masculinity. I of, think we could. Of looking inward and asking, did I do that? Did I do that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. What did we hit there? Is that you? We're all squeaky now. That is me. Huh. Interesting. We'll have to figure that shit out. Yeah. There we go. Got it. That's what it is. Are those the ones I brought you? It is. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Gotta I got to replace that whole batch. got to get some better ones. Yeah. I got to replace the whole uh, batch. Listen, if you would like us to have better XLR cables. Donate to the OLA uh, uh, Patreon that does not exist yet. Just. Well, that's a good idea. Hit me up on OLAPodcast at gmail.com and send me some dollars for XLR cables. Then mow us the bucks. Hey, Coles. Uh, if you want to, Coles. We, why aren't you carrying XLR cables, Coles? No, what I'm asking is sponsor us. Where's that Mark with Anthony? Some XLR from? cables. Mark Anthony XLR collection. Well, happily collection. plug your overpriced Mark Anthony collection. <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony is the best. <laughs> By Lamas! Sorry. Um, By Lamas! Uh, anyway, um, so Josh Whedon's an asshole. I'm not uh-huh. going to go any more into it. Nah, we don't need to, but he should look inward and ask. Uh, did, did I, I do, do that? that? So should the WWE. Oh, Vincent McMahon? <laughs> Vincent McMahon. Uh, Mustafa Ali has apparently requested to be released from the WWE, uh-huh. doing so publicly on Twitter, uh, saying that he has more that he wants to do, but he cannot while he is with the WWE. Um, so what a unique thing here. Uh, we've talked a little bit about what a terrible organization that is and how they do not uh, treat their, uh, their, their staff well, how they kind of lock wrestlers into contra- contracts where they're not allowed to seek other forms of revenue generation. Uh, and then or use their, situ- their name and likeness. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, has total control over how much money they get to make. Uh, Vince is not a great dude. So glad to see someone speaking up uh, to try and kind of bring more attention to this. Um, Because here's the thing, man. From what I get about wrestling fans, they love these characters. Oh, 100%. They don't love WWE. No, not necessarily. Yeah. No. I mean, there are those people that are are loyalists because of, you know, that talent happened to be on that show or whatever. Sure. And they just, through association or whatever thing, you know. And especially, like, back in the day when there was the WWF, you know, WWF at the time, WWF versus WCW, the Monday Night Wars, as it was called. Like, yeah. Then there was a little bit more loyalty to, like, one over the other. But I think as as wrestling fans have aged and new generations have come along, 
it is a lot more like what you're saying, where it is more about the the people in it than where they are. Yeah. Um, perfect example was when um, TNA came out, which I believe is Chris Jericho's organizations. I, I can be Camel. Let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people that you know uh, people really liked and wanted to see went there, and you know people were just happy that the and and from what I understand, they might be doing it a lot better than than old Vincent as far as you know treatment and and contracts and things like that. Like that was one thing that Eric Bischoff I think did uh, in the WCW wars was that he, whereas Vincent. Vince's contracts were, you know, obviously very much in his favor. Uh, Eric Bischoff's contracts were were a lot more in favor of the the wrestler. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Well, and we're seeing, unfortunately, uh, a big trend of companies trying to tighten their control over things. Uh, That's that's ironic because uh, Titan Entertainment is Vince's trademark. Oh, that makes sense then. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, companies sc- screwing the people that they should be supporting. Uh-huh. Uh, hate to see it here. Yep. Uh, but not surprised. Uh, and Especially from him. Yeah. Well, and, and hopefully Mustafa Ali is just the first of many to kind of keep raising the alarm. And because and, this is what it's going to take is more of the talent speaking out about yeah, the well, problem. Yeah, well, he'll get picked up by another company. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's talented, he'll get picked up for sure. Yeah. And from what I understand, he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's got to have a fan base. You oh, know? for sure. But not quite the same fan base as The Office. True. That uh, very that... different fan base. So this some week... crossover. There's a little bit of Venn diagram there. Oh yeah. Uh, this week we relaunched the People Persons Paper podcast. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Glad to be back uh, in the South Tulsa recording studio with Brian Sittler. Did uh, episode four of season five, Crime Aid. Uh-huh, and that's we're a good be, one. We should be back there tomorrow with another episode. Um, and I think we're going to come out on Thursdays now, which was the original day that The Office came out. Was on Let's Thursdays. have a brief chat about Crime Aid, you and I, right now. Yeah, brief chat about Crime, crime Aid right now. And, <clears throat> well, uh, hang on. Then we have to we have to get official. Well, we don't have to get official. <laughs> no, we don't. I was going okay. to do an intro. Go ahead. Welcome to the People Persons Paper podcast uh, adjacent which, which is a, a show where we just talk for about an episode for two minutes. The, the People Person's Paper se- segment. <laughs> the People Person's Paper segment. Uh, no. Uh, crime in, Aid. In Crime Aid, there's, there's the scene where Holly, I forgot my keys, uh, blah, blah, blah. I mm-hmm. didn't, didn't want to make out with you. They, uh, they're, on a, they're going on a date. They uh-huh, know it's going to uh-huh. be their third date, the one that leads to sex. Did they fuck on the stairs? Maybe. Maybe. Have you ever thought about the physical logistics of fucking on the stairs? I mean, I've... Yes, I've thought about it. Have you fucked on stairs? Damn it, Mike. Yes. Now, how... End of question. (laughs) How... Here's the deal. It seems like you would have to be very... Stairs were not designed to fuck on. No! Not even They're very pointy. They're they're pointy, they're angular. Very hard corners. Uh, You may not even have carpet that is conducive. uh, Not a ton of space between those hard corners for... Things get bumped, things Whoa. get bruised, things get rubbed raw. It's it it is it is an inconvenient place to have intimate relations. Now I don't know about you, but if the conditions aren't ideal, it can definitely impact the success of the performance. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, folks. 
The good Would you Lord. ever, ever want the first time you fuck somebody to be on stairs? Only uh, if the choice was stairs or the shower. That wasn't their only choice, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would not want that. Um, no. No. Let's um, go upstairs and fucking throw everything off your desk like in a movie. But maybe they did. Maybe they only made out on the stairs and they went up to the desk. Or maybe they just made out on the stairs and then they left and went home to one of the apartments. Maybe. See, that's the thing. Is anyway, it just had me thinking, like, don't, don't fuck on the stairs. You're going to get hurt. Anyway, the people purchased paper Imagine having to, to file that workman's comp. Yeah. Claim. Well, and, you know. I fucked up my back on the stairs at work. But at least Holly's HR, so she can just take care of all that. HR puffing stuff. <laughs> HR uh, fucking stuff. Fun uh, article from ClickHole. Uh, was this, re- did you read this? You didn't read this. I didn't read the article. I just read the headline. Uh, and, of course, I was like, ha, huh, okay, great. I love this. I guess John Krasinski did an uh, interview with Esquire. Uh, and a lot of people, you know, and he said that he made up some 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 content about what Jim and Pam would be up to now. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's very tongue in cheek. Uh, definitely not what he, the character seemed to be doing. But he said a lot of people ask me, John, what would Jim and Pam be up to today? And I know for a fact that it's this. One day in early 2020, Pam turns to Jim and says, I'm tired of these kids. I'm tired of this life. I want to watch Coheed shows until I die. Fuck yes. And Jim says to Pam, you read my fucking mind, babe. Yeah. Krasinski revealed the next day, Jim and Pam drop off their 10-year-old daughter, Cece, and 8-year-old son, Philip, at an orphanage and then immediately drive 800 miles to catch the band's next show. Yes, yes, yes. It's the happiest day of their lives. Krasinski went on to describe how Jim and Pam spend their days driving a van around the United States in order to attend every single Coheed and Cambria show, completely abandoning their careers and burning through their savings. Um, I did not know they were Coheed fans. I didn't either, but um, I love it. I could not have found a I more love it. a more an article more applicable to you. Yeah, I know. It's literally like my favorite show and my favorite band in one article. So I was like, yeah, I'm on board. Let's, let's do this. It's pretty great. Jim uh, Krasinski goes on to say that, uh, reveal that Jim makes the decision to embezzle 50 grand from Dunder Mifflin so that he and Pam can afford to keep following Coheed and Cambria overseas for a series of European tour dates. After a concert in Lisbon, Jim and Pam see the band's lead singer Claudio Sanchez in the arena parking lot and say, we're Jim and Pam from Dunder Mifflin, to which Sanchez responds, I don't what that is, and then boards the tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, obviously is bullshit because even in the world of The Office, the documentary is released. Yeah. So surely he knows. I love this. Uh, the actor also gave fans a special treat by revealing that Michael Scott and Stanley Hudson joined Jim and Pam for a coheed show in Peoria, New York. And after the show, Michael gives Jim, Pam, and Stanley tattoos of the keyword symbol. <laughs> Sadly, Pam and Stanley get into a fist fight later that night because they have different fan theories about the ending of the Amory Wars saga. It all works out, though, because Michael puts everything evil on the stereo and soon Pam and Stanley are hugging each other and singing along as if the fight never happened. (laughs) 
Oh, man. There's some deep cuts for Coheed fans in there. That's good shit. What a wild uh, one. What a, a very unique and specific future for them. Unfortunately for Office fans, Jim and Pam's life on the road isn't perfect. Krasinski said that Jim and Pam keep getting calls from their children, begging them to take them back, and that every time they get one of these calls, Pam says, I am no longer your mother. I am a child of the fence, and hangs up on them. That's great. Oh, man. Where uh, did he say this? Uh, Esquire. Okay. An interview with Esquire magazine. So uh, I didn't, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't really know what to say to this. I didn't realize. I want to see a Coheed show with John Krasinski more than anything I've ever wanted in my entire life. Right? Now. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize he was such a fan. So that's pretty great. Uh, I love that. Love it. Love very it. cool. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, some of the biggest gaming news to come out in a while. Oh, shit, yeah. Microsoft will acquire Activision Blizzard, uh, mm. one of the largest game makers in the country. Which wasn't Activision and Blizzard. Were they originally connected, or did they at one point merge to become Activision? They did at one point merge. So they were separate, then they merged. Now you've got the three-way. Yeah, you've got a, a three Yeah, well, and, and not even a three-way ownership, where Microsoft will own those companies. It's not a merger. It's it's literally a, a, an all-out buyout. Oh, I was thinking the name. Do we have to say Microsoft Activision Blizzard? No, 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 no. It's still just Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft presents Activision Blizzard. My, yeah, it's 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 um, uh, uh, the King's Man, Microsoft Activision Blizzard. The Microsoft Arena. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, that's... Episode nine. <sighs> Anywho, so this means brands like Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Warcraft, and Starcraft now all under the Microsoft banner. Uh, obviously, these are some of the biggest brands of all time, uh, and and um, to put them under the owner of one of the three largest console makers of all time, the worst one, uh, quite possibly, you know, but. It also kind of shows Microsoft's long game here where, uh, you know, they're kind of if they've already said that they're not going to make these games all Xbox exclusive. Uh, they've talked about specifically Call of Duty and the value that the Call of Duty franchise has had on the PlayStation console. Um, and I have to assume the same is true for Diablo, for Warcraft, for Starcraft, for Overwatch, um, you know. So to take all of these properties and, and and suddenly if they decide to make them single platform and just have them on the xbox system and i would assume pc as well uh that's the strongest microsoft has been in the console game ever yeah you know that is and they already own rare they already own other uh, ips that are, are are important like halo of course right so to uh to add this to their arsenal this makes them the most threatening contender to Sony's success specifically that we've ever had. The guy, the cover of that Call of Duty just stormed the Capitol. Yeah, that, yeah, that that is the most generic Call of Duty cover you could possibly have. Um, the only thing more generic is that Candy Crush cover. He just started chanting, "Let's go, Brandon." <laughs> he did. <laughs> he thinks Giuliani is a great lawyer. Uh, um, Ooh, Giuliani just got subpoenaed, baby. Giuliani might be going to jail. Yeah, dude. He's definitely getting disbarred. Yeah, he's had a rough rough run. Also, we all know he uses hair dye. Well, um, he made that very obvious by sweating it out in front of everybody. Yeah. But uh, Hey, remember when he was shaving at the airport uh, over his breakfast? 
plate. I don't think I saw that one. Thank yeah, God. that was good stuff. It's good stuff. Anyway, at least he was not uh, showing porn in uh, the an Italian Senate meeting. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, so apparently there was a uh, virtual meeting of members of the Italian Senate when someone got on the call and played a porn video of a uh, CGI character from a video game having sex. From Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII's Tifa Lockhart uh, get, getting the uh, the nasty on uh, over Doing a, the stinky. a virtual call. Which, uh, you know, is really just the latest. We saw a lot of these over the doing, pandemic. Doing the stinky log jam. <laughs> the stinky log jam. Uh, I love how you've made this worse. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but it was funny. Uh, speaker was introducing the results of research when the feed was taken over. The video was a 3D rendered video in Unreal showing Tifa and an unidentified male character having sex. It wasn't, it wasn't produced by the Final Fantasy creators. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this was definitely unlicensed. A senator can be heard asking, what is this? <laughs> The Senate speaker realized what was happening, asked the organizers for help getting rid of the offending guest. The individual who streamed it was removed from the call. Uh, this is very funny stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good. Just goes to show, like, especially now we're seeing the, the vulnerabilities of the Internet and how people can take advantage of the Internet to kind of use it for their own nefarious purposes. And it's pretty darn funny. It can be funny. Yeah. So. It can be funny. Uh, but I, you know, hopefully it's that stuff is funny. But what know. if this was to fall into the wrong hands, Hilton? It will never. With will. great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> great teethability. Uh, oh boy, man! But I, I want to. I just want to see the part where it's. What is this? <laughs> In Italian, no less. Okay, es esto. es esto. Oh, man. I don't know if it's the exact same in Italian. That works for me. Oh, man. Pick some plugs. Come to the Starlight. February. <laughs> <laughs> Super pumped about it. Damn thing. Like, I had to bump the damn thing for COVID. Guys, get vaccinated. Get your shot. Stop spreading disease. Because I really need this show to happen. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, it is going to be another good one. We have got... Uh, Adam Benson, we've got Taylor Tope, we've got Evan Hughes, all coming to the Starlight on now. Cosa Fe- esto? February 11th. Cosa que esto? <laughs> Cosa que esto? Cosa que esto? Looking up, what is this? What is uh, this? This is the Starlight Comedy Night with Taylor, Adam, and Evan. I uh, may even have some more to add by the time that show comes around, but now Friday, February 11th. Free show, awesome show, one of the best in town. You don't want to miss it. Yes, it's 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 porn. <laughs> Senator Italian, it's porn. Unlicensed. It's unlicensed porn, Senator Italian. That's all I got. Senator Italiano, no pics. Have you been? No, nothing no. really. No, nothing no. watching. Nothing listening. Not even your your. Uh, you've been hunting. Yeah, I, I got Deer Hunter on Game Boy Color. <laughs> Hilton's a hunter now. <laughs> that game is so damn adorable. Hilton is like head to toe in camouflage now. <laughs> and is just really like playing the part. So I got the analog pocket, which is that it plays Game Boy games in high def. They look great. And and I got Game Boy Color's Deer Hunter. It's actually where you have to play Russian roulette with Christopher Walken. <laughs> you do, you do. The, it's got these little cartoon deer. And they're so freaking adorable and to you, shoot. You blow and, their brains out. And they collapse after you shoot them. 
It's not funny. <laughs> it's it's surprisingly funny. Oh man. What about you? What you got? What are you picking? I uh, I, yeah, no plugs for sure. Other than uh, please listen to the show listen and the show. Uh, tell Coles to sponsor us. <laughs> tell anyone to sponsor us. We, uh, picks. Yeah, the Righteous Gemstone season two started, and man, I can't reckon, uh, recommend that show enough. It's so goddamn funny. Nice. Uh, everyone in it is killing it. Uh, this year, Eric Roberts is in it, uh, as well as Eric Andre, pair of powerful Eric's. The Eric's are the, here. Uh, joining the show. Um, it's just so fucking good, man. Everybody's fantastic. John Goodman is a national treasure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's on uh, HBO. Um, watch that. Uh, there's also uh, a, a pretty decent Netflix documentary that I blanked on the name of that I didn't write down, but it's uh, called Hunting a Con Man. Uh, what was it called? Uh, the Puppet Master, I believe, was what it's called. Okay. Uh, about this uh, this this fucking British cat uh, convincing people he's an MI5 spy and like milking him of all this money. It's pretty wild. Hmm. Uh, but he's still out there, and he is not in prison, and that is fucked up. So find that asshole. Uh, that's my pick. That's a good pick. Find that guy. Uh, internet, you're good at that shit. Yeah. We saw Don't Fuck With Cats. <laughs> Do that to this guy. Well, he didn't murder anybody that I know of, but still, pretty bad. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Ah, we did good. We did good here, kid. Let's do it again. All right. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>